For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yeah, sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the Bruins win game two, and will Jeremy Swayman see time between the pipes? If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, the Bruins come out and they win game two by the score of 4-3 to three in overtime, and the big Hero of the game? Of course it was. Brad Marchand with the game winner with, what was it, just under 39 seconds into overtime, and that and the assists went to Grizzlick and Krejci. Now, I thought for sure that this game was going to be all about how much Tuca sucked, and I, I would have to agree. I mean, I have to agree with a lot of fi- people out there, especially going back to Saturday night in overtime. He should have stopped that puck. He should have stopped that puck. And it looks like he was going to carry over into game number into game two. I mean, he let in a couple of soft ones. The first one by Oshie and then the other one by Hathaway. Now, here's the thing. I almost thought that Bruce Cassidy was going to change things up at the start of the second period and was going to put um, was going to put Swayman in. I actually thought that. But I guess with it being a tie score, you know, you don't you don't really do anything with your goaltending at that point. So, you know, it was a good thing he did that because the rest of the way, Tuca played pretty good. Now, there weren't any goals in the second period, which was which was okay, I guess. And then the third period, Hathaway scored again. And then Taylor Hall came up with some heroics and scored a goal. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. And at one point, I actually thought that this get, that this goal was going to be called back because you had Charlie McAvoy diving in there, but the Bruins got lucky. The call went their way. Tie score, which set up Brad Marchand to score the game winner in overtime, 39 seconds in. So basically, we're going to Boston, tied to two. Hopefully the Bruins can actually win these two games at home where they've played really well at home. So hopefully they'll be able to pull out, you know, and have a three games to one lead by the time they go back into Washington. Now, the other thing that was that was kind of weird was that the Capitals and Zdeno Chara. Now, normally Zdeno Chara would normally be picking up a lot of minutes if he was with the Bruins. He would be picking up minutes like, you know, at least, 
you know, 25, 30 minutes a game. And I'm, I was surprised to see that he only had, he only played 12 minutes or close to 13 minutes. And that was it. You know, Carlson was the only one Carlson and Schultz, you know, were the ones that were the top guys there, you know, picking up the pieces on the, on defense with 24 and 21 minutes played. Chara wasn't Chara wasn't even a factor in the game at at any point. He wasn't even a factor in it. So maybe maybe the Bruins did a good thing of letting Chara go. So you know he was he was basically you know on the milk carton for the rest for the whole game. I don't know if he was injured or not, but still, who knows? Um, the Bruins came out. They came out and played played very aggressive, which is what I really wanted to see. And, you know, that, that was a, to me, that was a big factor in this game. They went out from the drop of the puck in the first period and played like the Boston Bruins. They were tough. They grinded in the corners. They did all that they could. And they just kept going and going and going. And it paid off. You know, Jake DeBrusque, I don't know what sparked what sparked under his butt, but he actually has two goals in two games. You know, is it possible, you know, he could probably come out and maybe, maybe, you know, get a goal a game here? You know, I mean, by the end of this, by the time this series is over, he could actually have seven goals. He could probably have the most on the team. But the thing is that this kid has had such a, awful postseason or an awful season but now that now that we're in the playoffs I have a feeling this kid's gonna jump start his gonna jump start it not jump start his career but jump start his the second season because that's what the playoffs generally are is the second season you know I expected a little bit more out of out of Pasternak I know he had an assist but still I expect a little bit more out of him in the playoffs a lot more out of him in the playoffs McAvoy played really well. You know, the the defense played awesome. Um and the rest of the guy, the rest of the team did. I mean, changing changing the line the lines, you know, putting putting Corrali, you know, on with you know, back to his normal spot. You know, you're moving you're moving guy at that bottom six around, which really helped out. And I have a feeling that you know, you got to keep those bottom six guys where they are right now and just see what happens. You know, you had Wagner, Corrali down there with their, you know, playing playing with themselves, you know, not playing with themselves, but, you know, playing on their on their regular lines. And, you know, you just don't you just don't screw around with things like that during the um, during the playoffs. You just don't you, you leave things intact and see what, you know, unless you're in desperation mode. And that's what I thought the Bruins would be, you know. You know, losing if they were to lose this game in overtime, I guarantee you, you would probably see a, a bunch of changes. One of them being Tuca out of the net and maybe even Swayman, because no knowing knowing what goes on with this team in overtime, I would have to say Tuca would would have probably let in a soft one if overtime would have gone a little bit longer. So I would have expected Swayman to be in goal for game. You know, if the Bruins lose lost last night, I would expect game three to see Swayman in net and possibly seeing him in net for the rest of the for the rest of the playoffs. But who knows? We didn't get to that point. So 
maybe maybe if the Bruins don't win games three and four in Boston, maybe game five in Washington, we see Jeremy Swayman. You know, I know everybody's been hyping the kid and saying that Tuca, you know, Tuca chokes in the playoffs. Well, you know, Ch- Tuca doesn't choke in the playoffs. All right. It's mainly because the team has run out of gas. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's be- because the team has run out of gas. All right. Because nobody in 2013, nobody was going to beat the Chicago Blackhawks. All right. And in 2019, this team just basically. Tuca carried the team, and they ran out of gas. All right? That was it. Done. You know, this time, I don't know. I can't tell you. You know, don't even talk about last year's playoffs because, to be honest, last year didn't even, last year didn't even, shouldn't even count. All right? Don't even, don't even look at last, don't even look at the bubble or any of that crap. But, you know, he had, he led in a couple of, he led in a soft goal in overtime on Thursday, on Thursday. Saturday. Wow, I'm getting my days mixed up here. And then and then you have you know, last night where you had two two probably soft goals by Oshi and Hathaway. Now, you really can't you really can't blame Tuka on that one. On those. Well, you can, but you really can't because the shots are coming from the right side. And who's on that right side? Ovechkin's on that. And you're going to expect him to shoot that puck. All right. Now, I know it's the power play. I know it's you know, I know it's a power play. I know you guys are short-handed, short-handed a player. But still, somebody's got to get over there and cover the man. Make sure he doesn't get a shot. You know, if you're a defenseman on that side, you know, go down and block a shot. You know, don't be afraid to get in his face. All right? Just don't be afraid to get in his face. You know, once you once you see him setting up, he's setting up over there. You got to move over there and try to block the shot. You know, if you got to take one for the team and, and you know take one in the, you know take one in the shins or take one in the you know in the stomach or even the even in the face to block a shot because I can tell you right now, Ovechkin doesn't get those shots off. There's no goals. There's no oh she's not putting the puck in. All right. Hathaway's not putting the puck in. Okay? So basically, you got to find, you got to like basically put somebody, not put somebody like directly on him, but have somebody over there to block a shot or something because no matter what, he shoots the puck, you're going to either, it's either going to go in or you're going to get a deflection or or you're going to get a rebound. So the best thing to do is to try and cover him. When he's on that side, you you block his shot. You know, instead of just standing around waiting, you know, go over there. Don't be, don't be a chicken and just, you know, go down, block a shot, do something over on that side. But no, they're, they're all like huddled around the goal. No, go, go take care of Ovi over there on the other side. I mean, and I'm surprised. I mean, even I'll even tell you pasture. I've seen Pasternak over doing the same thing. And I'm just surprised that teams just don't. Do that kind of stuff. Just go over there and try to block block the one timer, okay? Because if you go in there and block the one timer, there's no there isn't going to be a rebound. There isn't going to be you know a deflection. But I'm surprised that the Bruins, you know, haven't caught on and said, you know what, we got to get over on that side, shift on that side, and try a block a shot from Ovechkin. But they don't try, which is why you know they. They fell behind 
you know, three to three to two. And thank God for Taylor Hall. You know, thank God his heroics come up again. And you know, to be honest, I have a feeling. I have a gut feeling that Taylor Hall and Brad Marchand are going to be the two guys that are going to bleed this team in the playoffs. Nobody else is. I don't see Pasternak stepping up. You know, he's he's basically, you know, what what has he done? I mean, he hasn't done anything the second half of the year. I mean, I don't even think he's done anything since since the hat trick in Lake Tahoe. So who knows? But the the main thing here, guys, is that the intensity was there from the drop of the puck, which is what I like. I want to see that continue in games three and four. If they can continue that and grind it out against these guys, I have a feeling that they'll that they could pull this one out. I mean, they may go they they may go, you know, five games, they may go six, they may go seven. But as long as they put the effort in there, they actually have a chance to win the games. Okay? Now the other thing is they got to get to Craig Anderson. All right? He's he's you know, the guy is like older than dirt, you know. I mean, he he was drafted in 2001. You know who was out also drafted in 2001? I believe Rick DiPietro was drafted in 2001, I think. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure he was. But still, he's an old goaltender. He's been around. He's 39 years old. You know, it you know, you got to start peppering sh- shots on this guy. You know, just keep shooting at him and he's going to choke. He's like, you know, also like with a rookie. Same thing with a rookie. A rookie and an aging veteran. You know, these two guys, you know, you got to you got to keep shooting a puck at these guys cuz they're going to crack. All right? Unlike Tuka who's like in his early 30s and, you know, he's I mean, he's phenomenal. So, but you got to go after Craig Anderson cuz he's going to choke and I believe he choked last night. And if he's gonna choke, if he's gonna choke again, he's gonna choke again. So, gotta go after the goaltenders. Gotta keep grinding away. And I have a feeling that these guys are going to be. They're they're gonna be okay. They're gonna be fine. So, you know, just keep grinding it out. Put in the effort like they did last night. And I see no problems with them moving on to the first round. You know, as long as as long as the goaltending. You know, as long as Tuca stands his place, stands his ground, I have a feeling that these guys are gonna are gonna go are gonna be okay going forward into the in this series and maybe even into the next series too. Now, a lot of fans out there, as soon as as soon as that first goal, as soon as that first goal went in, I can tell you, all the Tuca haters came out. As soon as that first goal by T.J. Oshie. Tied up the game. I can I can just sense it in my head that all the Tuca haters came out. And you know what? You have every right to. I mean, that one was a soft goal. Okay, yeah, all right. And then Bergeron, you know, tied, you know, Bergeron puts a, puts the Bruins back in front. And then another shot by Ovechkin on that side by Hathaway. And then Hathaway puts it puts it home. So they get tied at two, and at that point, we're probably all saying to ourselves, maybe it's time to put Swayman in. Now, I have a feeling Jeremy Swayman will probably see some time in this play, in, in the playoffs. You know, maybe, maybe 
you know, the Bruins win, lose the next two. Like I said before, if the Bruins lose the next two games, look for Swayman in there in game. I would put Swayman in there in game five and see what happens. I mean, you never know. He can he can turn probably turn into a Patrick Waugh, you know, in 1986 or 2019 with um, Bing, Bin, Billington, Bing, Bing, uh, St. Louis. So, you know, you never know what's going to happen. But the thing is that, you know, right now, it that's Tuka's net, okay? And I always look back at this movie Miracle when after Jim Craig gets shelled for 10 goals against the Russians at Madison Square Garden prior to the Olympics, and uh, Herb Brooks walks in and says, listen, I'm thinking about starting the other goaltender, the backup goaltender, because the other guy's been getting way too much time, you know, way too many minutes. And I'm like, I would agree with that. Tuka's probably going to be playing a bulk of the games. Maybe, maybe, maybe you put Swayman in there for game four. You know, if the Bruins go out and lose game three, you put Swayman in in game four. Or, you know, like I said, games three and four, Bruins lose game three or four at, at, at TD Garden. Whoa. At TD Garden... Then you put Swayman in and see what happens, and maybe he rides the t- maybe he takes rides the team on the way to the cup. So who know? You never know in this sport. You really know never know who's going to be the hot young superstar coming. You know, showing up like in 2019. You know, but hopefully we won't have to worry about any of that because maybe these guys are going to finally start scoring some goals here. I mean, it's nice to see DeBrusque finally get off the milk carton and. You know, have two goals. You know, of course, you know, you would expect Tyler Hall and or Taylor Hall. Wow, Tyler. Wow. Wow. Man, I'm I'm losing it today. Uh, Taylor Hall and Brad Marchand, you would expect them to score goals. You would expect Bergeron to be there. You know, but you know, but what about Pasternak? Pasternak has been hasn't been there for a while. He hasn't really done anything. And it's like Come on, you know, light a spark under this kid's butt. Maybe sit, maybe put him on the, maybe put him on the third line, and move DeBrusque up to the first line, and you know, tell Pasternak, you know, hey, you know what, you're not going to get the ice time. I mean, the kid played 16 minutes last night, but still, you know, Pasternak needs to score some goals here. I mean, if I was if I was Cassidy, I would do what what Mike Milbury did. Or Terry O'Reilly, or you know those guys used to do. You know what they used to do is they used to sit guys on the bench when the guys weren't performing. The guys missed shifts. I mean, crap. I think it was either Milbury or Terry O'Reilly. One of those early Bruins Bruins coaches actually sat Cam Neely and Ray Bork for the remainder of a game because they played bad. Maybe Cassidy should start doing the same thing to Pasternak. You know, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to play. You know, you're not going to put any effort. You know, you're not going to score goals. You know what? You're not going to play. You're going to sit for a couple of shifts. I mean, he does have, he did have an assist last night. Almost 17 minutes, you know, on, on the ice. But still. He's we we need, if if this team's really going to be, be a contender in the playoffs, especially the first round. They really need Pasternak to step up, all right? Because we all know that Bergeron has stepped up. 
We all know that Marshawn has stepped up. Tyler Hall, Jake DeBrusque has all of a sudden somebody lit a fire under his butt and he's he's all set and ready to go. So basically, we're just waiting on guys like Coyle, Nick Ritchie, you know, all these other guys got to start performing as well. McAvoy, as far as the defensive defensemen go, he's been fine. He's been awesome. Now, the other thing that really bothered me last night was the penalties. Now, I know you could probably point fingers at the referees, and you can, but still, you got you can't put yourself in those situations. You really can't. You can't put yourself in a situation where you're gonna where penalties are gonna be called. All right. So you can't do that. All right. If you're gonna if yeah, I, I admit you're gonna be playing tough, you're gonna be playing, you know, aggressively and stuff like that. But still, you know, if if a referee's gonna see it, it's gonna get called. No matter what. He's not gonna let some referees are not gonna let little things go. So the best thing to do is be on your best behavior and not, you know, put yourself in those positions. Because last night probably probably hurt the team a little bit as far as penalty go penalties go. You know? You can't do that. You can't put yourself in a situation, you know, especially, you know, if you're grinding it out with a guy, watch where you're putting your stick. Don't raise your stick up. Leave your stick on the ice because if you bring your stick up, chances are it's going to catch somebody in the in the face, and they're going to end up calling up, you know, a two minute minor or even even a mate. You know, there could be a possibility you draw blood. There's a major right there, but they got to stay out of the penalty. You know, the keys keys to this whole si- keys to the series is going to be staying out of the penalty box. Tuka Rask with your goaltending, hopefully, and guys putting the puck in the net. And hopefully more guys are going to contribute. You know? Maybe Grizzly, Grizzly, you know, could pop, pop. He had two assists last night. So who knows what's what would happen? You know, get the get some of the D involved, maybe. But the main thing here is that whole thing with Ovechkin on the right side, you gotta take care of him. You know, beating you know, you gotta you gotta do figure out something to on that to block a shot. Do something to this way he doesn't get the shot off. Because if he gets the shot off, right? If he gets the shot off, that puck is either that puck is either going in the net right away. It's gonna tip off of somebody. It's gonna you're gonna get a deflection, or it's gonna be, you know, a rebound. So the best way to do the best way to do it is try to figure out how to get over there and maybe get a stick on the puck, you know, block a shot, do something. Make sure this guy doesn't get any shots off cuz guarantee you it's going to go in the net whether it's whether it is a, a direct shot or a rebound or a deflection, whatever. Okay? Because when it's a deflection or a rebound or something like that, that's not the goalie's fault. It's not going to be too, you know, if a if a rebound or not technically a rebound, but mo- mainly deflections, because a lot of a lot of the goals that get past Tuka Rask are mo- are mainly ones that take a lucky bounce off somebody's skate, somebody's stick, you know, somebody's shin guard. You know, those are the ones that beat Rask. You know, th- some of those are not clear point blank shots, except for the one in overtime on. Thursday, I believe. I didn't get a chance to catch overtime. 
but even like last night, there was a couple of lucky bounces. I mean, you know, TJ, you know, Oshie scored off of, you know, off of a rebound or something. And, you know, then you have Hathaway there. That was a shot. That was a shot from, from Ovechkin. So make sure he doesn't get the shot off. Simple, simple, simple. It's, it's simple. You know, just make sure the guy doesn't get the shot off and the Bruins will be fine. So hopefully, you know, if I come back for another podcast on Thursday, maybe we'll be up again. You know, maybe we'll be up two games to one. Maybe we'll be down two games. Maybe, maybe we'll be down two, maybe we'll be down, you know, two games to one. And people are going to be asking about maybe putting Swayman in between the pipes. And I'm going to have to say, maybe I have to agree with people. You know, maybe it's time to give the kid a shot and let him, let him, you know, see what he can do. But here's the other thing. I don't want to hear. Now, a lot of people are saying Tuca chokes and everything else and all this other garbage. Now, here's the thing. Let's just say Tuca has a terrible game three. So Swayman comes in in game four and he basically lays an egg. Who are we going to blame? Are we going to blame are we going to blame Swayman or are we going to blame the entire team who plays in f- the 18 skaters who play in front of him? Because I can guarantee you a lot of people are going to b- probably blame the skaters that play in front of him and not the goaltender. So anyway, I might be on back on after game 5 or game 3, game wow, game 5, game 3 on Thursday, so stay tuned. I'll let you know. We'll see. So We'll just have to see, you know, what happens on on Wednesday, and then maybe Thursday I'll recap the show. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And if you're interested in advertising on this show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Or have a great couple of days because I might be back on on Thursday. Have a great couple of days, whatever. And go Bruins. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.